Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Here for the Right Reasons. I'm your host, Sarah Heron, and I want to thank you all for tuning in and remind you that you can listen on Spotify and to please leave a five-star review on iTunes. Today on the show, I caught up with Ashley Iconetti and Jared Hybon. Fans, of course, remember Ashley and Jared from Bachelor in Paradise, where they met and didn't really fall in love, but they, they figured it out later and they just got married this past August. Ashley and Jared gave me some fun insight into their marriage while quarantining at her parents' house and spilled some tea on their friends in Bachelor Nation, including Kaylin and Dean, who may or may not be married. Um, before I play my interview with Ashley and Jared, I want to catch you guys up on some Bachelor news. So my colleague, Us Weekly Associate Editor, Nick Houtman, is here to help me. Hi, Nick. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm good. You know, all things considered. Holding up. So excited to be on this podcast. Wow. Thank you for joining me. We're going to talk all about <laughs> Bachelor Nation, which, of course, is the Hannah and Tyler of it all. We need to catch everybody up on what went down right. over the weekend. Yeah, it's changing every day. It's changing every day. We know for a fact now that Hannah is in Alabama. She left Tyler in Florida and the quarantine crew behind, but they are still, um, you know, making TikToks since you can do that from a distance these days, which is just a gift for all of us. Right. They're collaborating from different states, which is fun. Which is fun and better for social distancing. Um, but Tyler did crash a Zoom with some fans which I don't really know how that happened. And I don't know why he hasn't, you know, crashed these recordings yet, but they're open to him if he wants to. And he said they were just friends. They, that's been the narrative that we've heard. I haven't gotten your opinion on this yet. So what do you think is going on between those two? Okay. So in the very beginning, I was like, there's no way that they're not hooking up or whatever. Um, but I don't know, just watching their TikTok videos, it seems like they're just very friendly and they're just very close and just cozy because of like their past. But I don't know. I do think that yeah. they are just friends. I I mean, I don't think they're like full on dating by any means. But I think that there was something went down. I mean, she was sleeping in his bed. Ashley, I actually put it well, which you'll, you'll hear later saying that she thinks they're like quarantine boyfriend and girlfriend or they were when she was still there. So they probably have like different rules. But now that she's back in Alabama and we're going to have to get back to the real world eventually, I don't know what's going to happen. But there's no she's sleeping in his bed. There's no way nothing happened. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about the bed thing. Yeah, I'm hoping that we get some more answers on this. But even if we don't, we have Peter and Kelly to root for. Are you rooting for them? Right. Um, I can't say I am. So to catch everybody up, Peter is still acting like The Bachelor. And after his relationships with Hannah Ann and Madison ended, he flew to Chicago and has been there for the past couple of weeks and staying with Kelly, who got out week seven and Dustin, who was on The Bachelorette season 15 with him, which is very random, um, who also lives in Chicago. And Dustin caught up with us and he confirmed to us that they are all quarantined together. He took the fall for that whole we were outside thing, which I thought was kind of funny. Did you see that? Right. Yes. So now they're in this apartment and now they're making TikToks. And Dustin wouldn't tell us if they were dating, but he also definitely didn't say they weren't dating. Yeah, I mean, they're quite a trio. Um, it was interesting because Dustin told us he was like, you know, Kelly is cooking for the both of us. And it just seems like a very like strange dynamic. And they're also making TikToks and everything. It's like sister wives. I mean, but like with, yeah, yeah, with men. Yeah, it's just very a confusing. Thruple. I genuinely like have yeah. no idea what could possibly be going on. Yeah, I think that, there's also all those crazy theories that like Kelly 
was with Peter this whole time, which I think that's all a stretch, but it is weird that he went running to Kelly like within days of him and Madison definitely being done. Yeah, I think Peter is just clinging on to, you know, just his bachelor stardom and just hoping that he can, you know, end up with one of the girls since it didn't work out with Madison or Hannah Ann. Yeah, I think so too. Well, Hannah Ann is still on Twitter, which happy for her, and was retweeting some tweets about Peter's magic skills. Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. So Peter, in addition to in addition to TikTok, Peter has decided to take up magic. Yeah. And I mean, he's just like, he's doing everything. Yeah. Because I told you, or I said on this podcast a few weeks ago that he wrote that he wanted to become a DJ as one of his goals. So he's just trying out everything. Right. Yeah. He just, he just really wants to find like his niche, I think. Yeah. Well, someone tweeted, imagine how satisfied Hannah Ann must be seeing her ex do magic on Instagram. And then she retweeted someone who wrote, she's like, bye bitch, see and ever the queen won. So. Oh, I didn't see the second one. (laughs) Yeah. So she's definitely like, you know, throwing some shade. And I think she, it's, they were engaged. Like, I feel like it's the bachelor breakups are always whatever, but he did give her a ring. Right. It was serious. So she kind of has the right to throw some shade. Yeah. Yeah, it had to have been. And then her and Madison also went on Instagram Live. Didn't really get much tea. They mostly talked about their favorite Bible verses. <laughs> right. But that was like so wild. Like who expected them to like, you know, like come together at this time? Yeah, I want to know when they were talking. Like how yeah, long I, they've I been in contact know, like, with each other. Yeah, I need to know like the lead up to this Instagram Live. Yeah, like, did they talk first or did she just, like, add her? Like, was this planned? Like, some celebrities are, like, planning and, like, promoting. Like, Kim Zolciak and Amy Leakes, like, had a poster made for their reunion on Instagram Live. And some are, like, organic. Yeah, like, sometimes they're just live on Instagram and then the other person just comes on just to watch. And they're like, hey, I'm going to add you. A few side notes on these two. Um, Tyler and Peter are pretending to feud to raise money for charity because Tyler Cameron threw some shade at Peter's dance skills. Got nothing on the quarantine crew. I mean, I love a pretend. Are you going to watch their dance battle? Of course. I mean, who isn't? We have to tune in. We have to tune in. That's all we have. They're trying to raise $10,000, which is great. And then they're going to have a dance battle. I think we know Tyler's going to win the quarantine crew. I mean, they're not perfect, but they have a little bit more rhythm than, than Mr. Peter, the pilot. Yeah, just a little. I mean, if he brings out like a magic trick, you never know. Like he might just come out on top, but we'll see. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, and then this was just something that really made my weekend. Barb Weber is now on Cameo. Peter's on her. And she has already raised her price from $25 to $40. Stop. I didn't see that. I thought it was $25. (laughs) No, it was $25 when I sent it to you. And I just checked and it is now $40. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And his brother Jack is also on Cameo for $20. I don't really know why you would need a Cameo from Peter, the pilot's brother. Yeah, that's strange. Barb, I get, because like the whole like after the final rose special and everything, like she was kind of like the star of that. But like no one needs to see Jack. Literally no one. And Peter is 125, which I think makes sense because like he was on the, there's a lot of people in Bachelor Nation on there for around like $100, which checks out, I think, if they're still relevant. Yeah. And if, since he was a lead, I feel like he could do a little more than a hundred. So that's fair. But like Barb is definitely just recording like the, whatever her line was like, bring our girl home. Yeah. Have you watched any of like her clips? Are they on her page? I have not. I think they are. I I have not. I don't know who is buying these. Yeah. I'm, I can't imagine. You want to know something crazy? I looked up the most expensive person on there related to The Bachelor and you're never going to guess, but if you had to guess, who would you say? Ooh, I think I would have said Ben Higgins just because he's so like lovable and like so many people like him. But you said that I wouldn't expect it. So I could see like a Chad Johnson asking for like a high amount. Yeah, like just being cocky. Yeah, just because he thinks like that's what he deserves. Yeah, well, no, it is a man named Reed Rosenthal from Jillian's season of The Bachelorette season five. Wow. (laughs) He's asking for one grand per per cameo. (laughs) Wow. Yes. I don't really even remember Reed, um, but he is asking for a grand. I don't know if there's like a charity component there, but what I really don't know is who in their right mind would pay a thousand dollars for any cameo. There was a period of time where Megan King Edmonds of Real Hustler Shame was a million dollars was a thousand dollars, and that also offended me a little bit. Yeah, I mean I didn't watch the season that he was on, but like I cannot imagine that there's a single person out there that's like, hey, let me just drop a grand on this guy. 
Yeah, there's no way. Um, next up is Chris Harrison for 375, but he's donating all of the money to charity. So that's something. Oh, has he always done that? Or is that like a new thing with the coronavirus? I think it's a new thing with the coronavirus. They raised money on his like Instagram lives and then he started doing cameo and he's donating all the money. So I don't know if his price has gone up or down, but he's made it clear that he's not pocketing any of it, which, you know, makes it a little better to be more expensive. Yeah, that's nice of him. And then after that, you have Robbie Hayes for 125, Peter for 125, and Bob Guinea for 110. And then the rest are around the 100 or less. Like Ashley I and Jared, who you'll hear from in a minute, are like $65 for both of them. So it's just interesting. I wonder how they decide their price point. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting. And I'm, I cannot believe that Robbie Hayes is only 125, not because I think he should be higher, but I feel like he thinks he should be higher. No, 100%. Is there anyone who you would want to get a cameo from, from Bachelor Nation, or that you would pay, not $100, but any amount of money for? I'm a big Colton fan. I would probably say Colton. I bet Colton's donating his for charity, too. Yeah, I feel like he would, like, do, like, a nice thing with the money, and I feel like he would also just make, a like, a very, like, nice, like, fun video. Well, if you haven't listened to our episode with Colton, that's the closest you're going to get for now, but you should. (laughs) Yeah. Who would you choose? Oh, man. I mean, I think I would want, like someone out of left field like Corinne Olympio's nanny Raquel Ooh, you're not even doing like a star from the show you're doing like their plus one (laughs) yeah like or like Jorge the bartender like I love all these bachelor people and I'm lucky to get to talk to them sometimes on this show or in general but I think like a cameo it would just be so funny to have like so something so obscure like to send someone like Corinne's nanny making cheese pasta they would be like so thrown off I was literally just about to say, if I got one from the nanny, I would want her to do like a mini cooking show for me. Yeah. Like honestly, if Corinne isn't, I haven't been following Corinne on Instagram, but I'm going to check back in. And if she's not doing that, that's a wasted quarantine opportunity. Yeah. She absolutely needs to get on that. Well, before we get to Ashley and Jared, I just wanted to briefly touch on Michelle Money, who, as we talked about last week, um, her daughter, Brielle, 15-year-old, was in a skateboarding accident. And Michelle has continued to give updates on Instagram, asking for prayers. And we know Brielle is still in a coma. As And as of April 5th, her brain pressure went up after surgery and they were still trying to get her numbers stabilized to avoid putting her in a deeper coma that could have longer term effects or having surgery to remove part of her skull. I mean, this story just like keeps getting sadder. Yeah, it's just such a sad situation. I can't even imagine what she's going through right now. Yeah, and it's scary because of the quarantine and the coronavirus. They can only have one parent in the hospital at one time. So Brielle's dad can go and then they have to wait a full 24 hours for then Michelle to be able to go back in because they're they're trying to like be safe with everything. So it's like 24 hours at a time, which is really sad and scary, but at least she has a support system there for her. And Michelle has posted multiple times that she believes the prayers are working and that after she goes and asks for them, she's the numbers are doing better. So that is a very nice sentiment. And I am hoping the best for Michelle and Brielle. Right. It sounded like things were very up in the air at first, but it seems like her updates have been more positive over the weekend. So that's a good sign. Yeah. So just keeping her in our thoughts. Yeah. Is there anything else, Bachelor, that caught your eye the last couple of days? Who are you following on Instagram that you are enjoying? Honestly, I've spent the past week, week and a half on TikTok. So probably just everyone that's on TikTok. I mean, Madison, Peter, Tyler, the quarantine crew, all of them. Yeah, they're all it's sometimes it's a little cringy, but it's it's still fun content. Good, clean fun. Right. It's it's what we need at this time. We just need like a laugh, whether it's cringy or just like impressive. <laughs> yeah, some of them can dance. I mean, Hannah Brown with her Dancing with the Star skills. She's actually like a good dancer. Um, I feel like this summer, if if we get Bachelor in Paradise, they're all going to be like doing TikTok dances on the beach. Oh, absolutely. They're going to be doing the Savage Dance. They're going to do everything. Yeah. And we'll all know like, oh, this is who the TikTokers are. Um, still no update on Claire's season, hoping for the best. And with that, I think we're all caught up on what's going on in Bachelor Nation. So I'm going to play my interview with Ashley I and Jared. Tell me how you guys are doing. Thank you so much for spending time to talk to me. We're doing well. We're uh, on the East Coast right now, uh, quarantined at Ashley's parents' house. And yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we're doing really well, comparatively speaking. We feel healthy. Uh, we're staying inside. We're being safe as possible. Um, and so, yeah, we haven't felt bored really. I mean, no. I haven't felt bored. He's probably like a little bit more it. bored because I could, you know, watch TV all day and, and he doesn't do that, but we haven't even been watching TV all day. Like we've been doing some 
TikToks, YouTube videos, yeah. you know, watching probably a movie a day. I mean, it's nice just, uh, you know, not doing anything and not feeling guilty for it. Yeah, that's the much. thing. Like, whenever I have an off day when we're in L.A. and it's, you know, work mode, I'm like, I feel so guilty. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. But now... No guilt. It's so nice. No guilt. Um, but we've been watching that Tiger documentary, and we think it's so overdone. Like, why is everybody losing their mind over it? Yeah, it's all right. I, all I right. haven't watched it yet. Do I not have to? Because I don't really want to, but I feel left out. <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, at the end of every episode, I go, okay, I'll probably watch another one. But it's not like I'm thinking about, like, excited watching it um, all day long. Like, I'm not, no. like, thinking about the next episode. I mean, it's good. It's fine. It's good. Fine. It's good for now. But if it was, like, not now, then I probably wouldn't go back to it. I feel like there's a backlash coming with Tiger King. I can already see it on Twitter, which what? obviously, you know, as we all know, Twitter just represents the masses in the world <laughs> and is the most responsible social media there is right He's now. He's being sarcastic, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dark but place. It's a dark place. Now saying, like, Tiger King. What's the hype? Oh, okay, good. Because I, I think there was, like, this huge hype, and now people are watching it with the hype. Yeah. And now people are a little disappointed. Yeah, totally. Like ourselves. Exactly. It's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. It's good. I don't think it would be a huge hit if we weren't quarantined. I think that's fair. Like, it's yeah. like we're desperate times. Yeah. <laughs> what else are you watching that you really are enjoying? Old movies, new movies? Well, um, yeah, we've been doing, like, a lot of old movies because Jer Jared's not a huge TV person, so it's hard to, like, sit down and watch, uh, like, a series. Um, but we've watched... I'm really into 90s dramas right now. Um, we watched... It's you. Yeah. Um, we watched The Rainmaker this week. We watched Zodiac, which is 2000s. Um, yeah, that's not 90s. I watched Legends of the Fall with Brad Pitt. Uh, what did we watch? Oh, we watched The Way Back, uh, the Ben Affleck movie yesterday. Boy. Oh, how's that? Benny Boy. It was good. It was good. Ben was great in it. It was probably one of his better performances. Yeah. Uh, there were some things that I really, really liked in the movie and just other things that I didn't. But Ben was definitely the standout. Uh, and plus, just I like have such a, a love for we Ben We love Affleck. Ben. He's love, our favorite. Love Ben. And you know, I just, uh, yeah. Like, he's the best friend that Jared needs to have. Just, they are so similar. It's like, it's astonishing. When I, I watch Affleck in an interview, I'm like, that's my husband. I mean, sure. Wow. But, uh, I know, I have high praise. I mean, I'll take it. But obviously with the Tom Brady news that's been going around, and so it's just, you know, because Ben was doing the press tour before the entire quarantine happened, and that was like in the height of the Tom Brady rumor-mongling of where he was going to go. And now we know that he's going to Tampa, so it's just, I'm happy. I'm happy for Tom. We'll find out. We'll find out. But uh, regardless, yeah, so what else we watch? Um, we watched? Uh, well, then we also watched The Perfect Murder with Michael Douglas and oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to try to stay on that 90s drama trend. I think I'm going to do Talented Mr. Ripley tonight. Hmm. You know, I like that one. No, I, I just, I've seen him. I don't I have haven't seen him. Like, it's Me either. Like, like, yeah, I saw it. It's good. Well, Indecent Proposal we were watching a couple weeks ago. Like, I just, it's comforting. 90s dramas are comforting to me for some reason. That's good. Why does that annoy you? It's not annoying. I'm just cooped up. See, like, I can't watch TV because I get antsy and I need to, like, do I just it. need to, like, go out and do things. So you can probably uh, assume how I'm dealing with this quarantine right now. Yeah, it's hard. How? What was the decision to quarantine with the in-laws? We wanted to be on, we just wanted to be, so when everything, I've been. Well, so we have been planning this trip for a long time. Yeah. So normally we're kind of like stuck to LA for the 11 straight weeks that air The Bachelor. Because when we do come back, when we do come back to the East Coast, we like to do like a week at my parents and a week at his parents. So we had the trip planned for the week that The Bachelor ended anyway. And then we were like, okay, well, if we're going to be quarantined at somewhere, we should be quarantined with our family, spend that time with them because we never get that kind of extended period of time. Yeah. And I mean, we left right at the right time. Yeah. We just, left. I mean, it was when we found out that the NBA was shutting its doors and everything was about to go down and we had the trip planned for the next day. And, and so we decided to go and just quarantine ourselves over here. One, there's just more room. And I knew it was just like, 
I, I've been keeping up with the whole coronavirus thing for the past couple of months and have always been very nervous about it. And so when shit started going down, uh, both Ashley and I were like, we we should be at a place where we're mobile, uh, where it's like, not as it's, bad. It's driving distance from his place to like his parents. So while it's a long drive, it's still like the drive. Yeah. And, and we so, didn't want to be like in California and yeah. then have like... And then be like, okay, here we go. Four months of just like not seeing anybody. And then especially with the way this virus is going, God forbid anything happened to our parents. And then we were stuck in in L.A., not able to leave. Like it was just like we should go now. We got to go now. So that's what we did. That's smart. Ashley, I saw your Instagram. Your dad's a doctor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, thank you. Thank him for all of us. And now he's self-quarantining. Yeah, I mean, we we go down the bar, like the basement, to like, you know, say hi from far away. And it's a finished like, here's, basement. Here's your dinner, Dad, and we like oh. leave it on, like the table in the middle of the stairs and his couch. But yeah, he has like a whole. It's a very nice basement. It's a very nice basement. <laughs> so he's got a bed and he's got a TV and it's very spacious. So yeah. And uh, but he's doing the smart thing for a couple of reasons. One, he doesn't want to bring anything home from the hospital that he could transfer to us. And then two. Like, say, like, one of us is asymptomatic, and for some reason we got it and we don't know it, and we gave it to him, and then he brings it to the hospital. It's just the hardest part is nobody knows. Nobody knows how long this is going to last. Nobody knows where it's going. So, you know, everybody could be in this house for the next two months, or it could be, I I don't think it's going to be three weeks, but just nobody knows. I feel bad for Jared. Don't feel bad for me. I feel bad for him. Don't feel bad. There's a lot... Because in the perspective of life and everything that's happening, we're very lucky. We, we feel good. We're healthy. Yeah. Um, we have, you know, we can take walks outside. If we were back in L.A., I feel like I would be hesitant because we just live in a very crowded neighborhood where. Yeah, you'd sure, freak out if we passed a neighbor like on our walkway. Yeah. Here, it's, it's, you know, it's suburban, so we're far more spacious. So, like, it's always that awkward time when we're walking, though, and then we see somebody walking towards us. So we get on one side of the road and they get on one side of the road. And it's like that. <laughs> It's just like that known, like, hey, you know, it's very nice seeing you. Um, Like we went to the grocery store. We had to go to the grocery store yesterday because we were we were short on things. And so we did the pickup, uh, which is very nice. We just drove up and then a very nice employee at the grocery store with gloves on, put it in the trunk. And and we felt bad because we were sitting in the car, not helping. But at the same time, in this world right now, we know it's best if we keep at least six feet apart. So we're like, we can't help. Such a weird time in this world. It's very confusing. There's information coming out every goddamn day. I call him Corona Man Man Man. I'm trying to say what it is. I honestly think it's, I, I, I think it's, it's going to help. I, I don't know how I'm going to keep away from the news because literally it's just everywhere. Every, social media, TV, like it's just impossible to stay away. But at the same time, the problem is there's so much information just being thrown at our face right now that it's hard to really grasp okay well what's going to stick what's true what's not true you know because it's it's just there's so much we're learning about COVID-19 and there's so much unknown that you know the news is just it's just putting it all out there you know and everything's clickbait and sucks but I mean it's good that we're being informed sorry (laughs) right it's it's a weird time definitely a weird time Mad, 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 because he could literally go on about it for a very long time. I don't understand he's how people... He's very educated, and he spreads his education and knowledge on the topic, which I appreciate. What I don't get is why people would not want to be educated on this. They are educated, it's... but you can talk about it. You talk about all. You can talk about it all day long. I don't understand how people don't talk about it all day. <laughs> We're literally quarantined right now. Like, three I months know. Imagine if you told our society three months ago, like, no, hey, guess what? I You're going to have to be very quarantined. Weird. Like, what, what's happening in Wuhan right now is going to happen to you guys. No, I know. That's very weird. Like, we'd be like, you're insane. And then here we are. So the idea of me not trying to know so much about what's going on or what the future has in store, because that's where my mind goes. It's like, okay, well, what, what's going to happen, you know? So who the hell knows? Anyway, we can go back to talking about <laughs> TV and stuff like that. <laughs> well, I was just going to ask you guys, I mean, you're still technically newlyweds, right? Yeah, you yeah. got a year for that. So, yeah. All right. Months. So, what have the newlyweds learned while quarantining together? Anything you guys didn't know yet? Nothing we didn't know yet, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, 
I think like I'm always <laughs> trying for him to be like a little bit more whimsical. <laughs> I'm touching my face too. I just positive. Um, <laughs> but and I guess like in times like these, it shows that like he fundamentally we are. I'm a fundamental optimist, and he's a fundamental well he calls realist. And sometimes there can be like a little irritation there. Is that? Wait, Why do you think you like that? I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand what you're, you're what you're going for. We're caught. We always are going to have that issue that it's like mm-hmm. I'm an optimist and he's a pessimist. Well, now it's but obviously like, just now exacerbated. It, it's exacerbated. With exactly. With everything happening. Yeah. You know, it's like it just, it's hard. It's hard not to look, especially with go, what's going on right now. I mean, you look at New York and 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 how everybody's like yeah. well, it's just it's crazy so this is Jer- like for me i'm like the bottom line is everything's gonna be fine and we will return to normalcy and then he's like and his thing is but what if we don't return to normalcy it's There's, not you know it's not but what if we don't my question is how what? do you know? know how do you know and i have faith we don't. i have i have faith too i listen this is what i i believe and we're going to get through this. That's what I believe. We're going to get through it. We're, it it's going to, you know, this. the virus is going to start going away and we're going to start implementing back to normal life. But we were talking about yesterday. As soon as this thing is over, I'm going to go back to the movie theater and catch a, catch a film. Uh, like, how long am I, is it going to take for me to feel comfortable walking back into a movie theater? How long is it going to take for me to feel comfortable going into a crowded restaurant? Like, these are the things that I'm thinking about, too. And... I'm, I don't know if I have that answer, depending on how long this goes on, depending on how much worse it gets. Anyway. So that's our marriage, our marriage uh, uh, conflict right now. It's not a conflict. Like, I'm not thinking yeah. about it on a daily basis. Like, we're not fighting. We're really not fighting. No. He's like, and the only, <laughs> it gets really deep if we got into mm-hmm. it, but it's just the fact anyway. that, like, but yeah, we can, we can move past. We can move on. Yeah. On this. <laughs> Well, I'm sure there's a lot of other couples that are feeling very similar, whether it's just different um, personality traits or it's just you're used to someone, you know, leaving for at least a little bit of the day to go to work. Like, it's very normal. Yeah. We're actually, like, not even – we don't even need our alone time from each other like that because we are together so much and so much of our work is together. I think that it's just more of, like, a routine. Like, normally we have two separate routines, Mm -hmm. and we're able to go about those. And, like, he who has, like – who just needs to – wake up and do like his thing and then go out and loves to run errands and loves to be out to work. That's why it's harder for him. And then I have to, you know, watch him not be happy with not having that routine. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> okay. We got it guys. We solved it all. Everything's great. Um, well, I'm sure you saw this, that Chris Harrison and Mike Fleiss keep teasing that they're going to start streaming old, old seasons of stuff. At this point. You think so? I mean, I don't know why Fleiss does this all the time. He's constantly like, oh, we're going to do this something big, big announcement. And then he like has this big announcement that's absolutely nothing. It's like, you guys, put it out there or te- or don't. Just stop teasing it. Just be like, here it is. Drop. Right? His Twitter is a journey. I thought like, yeah, I don't, but I don't know what to do. Little known facts, you guys, you can watch all the seasons you want on iTunes. Like, if you have an Apple yeah. TV, you have all the seasons there. Yes, you have to buy them. They're, like, $2 an episode. So it's, like, if you want to watch them, they're there. If it was done in a way where everyone was watching at the same time, is there anything you guys would not want to see again? Or would you all be down to just watch it and take it as part of the journey? I think we'd be down to watch it. You would not? I asked you to watch the other I, episode well, the other day. Let me preface this. <laughs> I wouldn't watch it, but... We'd be down to have it out there. Sure, why not? Like re-air our old episodes. So yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, we're fine with everybody else watching it. We're not gonna watch season three together. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't. Is that gonna be the nightly viewing? Again? I wouldn't watch any of it. Yeah, I know, but I want him to watch season two of Paradise again because no. it's cute. I don't. I, I. I. It's fine. Here's the thing, Jared. There's adorableness in that season, and then there's a lot of hilarity. There was so much emo- Like this is the thing that is weird to me with watching ourselves on that show. Watching it, it was such an emotional roller coaster, and there was it was wonderful and fantastic. But there was so much stress and anxiety. I want what bring myself back to like, the moment. Knowing I felt how that? it turned no. out, there is no stress and anxiety for me. No, I'm good because it brings me. It's like watching. It's like I wouldn't go back 
and watch footage of my like ex and I because it's just like oh like sure it all works on the end but like I don't need to see it again Jared but that's why season two is fine for us to watch because we weren't involved with any other people I know but I went on dates with other people it's just like weird I don't need oh, to you see went it. on a date with one other person, and she's the bachelorette now, and we lo- both love her. Oh, of course. Yeah, I guess that was it, huh? Yeah! I didn't go on a date with anyone else. Like, that's why season two is not weird to watch at all. I guess, yeah, I was just like, yeah, all right, maybe I'm having revisionist <laughs> history here. Yeah. But still, I don't need to go back to that time and how everything played out during there. But I think, Ash- I mean, Ashley has a point. Obviously, it ended well. It's part of the story. I think it would be hilarious to watch you guys watch it. I think so. <laughs> No, if I can only get him on board, I especially want him to watch the first episode of Bachelor in Paradise uh, 2 because my sister's in it and she is just a nut. And it's but she's also so real. And I think he just crack up watching it. I have enough Lauren in my life. I don't need any more. <laughs> yeah, you guys are living. You, you live that life for sure. Um, obviously, you mentioned Claire. I hope we get a season of Claire because you I know, Ashley, you've already said you're you're all for it. Yeah, um, I had Chris Harrison on the Almost Famous podcast on Monday, and I said, is there a chance that Claire's season might get canceled? He said, absolutely not. So I'm just going to keep going with that until there's further word. I don't think they would. I think they're, instead of it being canceled in a way to make the season more concise, or maybe they don't travel as much, maybe they stay in the mansion longer, so on and so just forth. Just stay but in the mansion. They'll figure it out. I, I mean, with all, it's just, you're going to cancel Bachelorette. Especially with the decision to make Claire the Bachelorette, you know, having a, a 38, 39, I think she's right around there. She just turned 39. Just turned 39. Um, you know, to have, a, a, you know, a woman like that who's ready to go, um, just don't cancel it. So they'll figure it out. The only problem becomes is, you know, what do they, do they push that back and then push Paradise back and then cancel the, Summer Games or do they, what do they do? They so. cancel, I think cancel get Summer Games is not a thing because it's not even the Olympics anymore. The Olympics, so yeah, cross true. that out. I think yeah. the Paradise thing is just, it goes up against Dancing with the Stars and like that's also another big moneymaker for ABC. So I guess it's like going to be ABC being like, which one do we want? No, I'm sure they'll still have both. They'll figure it out. Yeah, I guess so, because then they can have it on different nights. Like, it doesn't have to go up. They could could move Paradise to a a beach in the States instead of going down to Mexico. Just do it in L.A., you know? Just do it in Malibu. Malibu house. Be easy. People will be able to run away too easy. Yeah. (laughs) Everything's easier and cheaper for them. Yeah, I definitely think they'll push summer games. Um, We can do that when the Olympics actually come back. But when Winter Games was on, there was, like, a lot airing, I feel like. So we've done it before. Yeah. Um, that was in the middle I'm, of the bachelor season, so. Right. I'm just so curious about Claire because if the names of her guys are out there, if any of those guys come back, like she's definitely stalked them, potentially even talked to them like on DM. Like I feel like that creates like a whole other element, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's going to hurt the show if that has happened. I mean, I think the same thing with Paradise. We see Connor on his instagram lives with people talking about madison i don't know if you've seen that he like blushes every time they say her name he won't say why but like i'm sure they're all just messaging each other (laughs) oh yeah constantly right even more so than before because there's nothing else to do no it's nothing to do so you know and they know that it gets attention if like connor says madison's name or vice versa and so why the hell not yeah this season might be crazier than any other as far as the previous, the relationships being formed early. Plus, like, how can you do Paradise without a, a bunch of new guys? Like, you need... Right. I mean, sure, you can use older, you know, guys from previous seasons, but I feel like, not to say that's slim picking, but I'm sure a lot of them are already in relationships or they're just... Like, you need a fresh batch of guys, yeah, too. Yeah, It's kind of like the whole point of the show. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. We have no stagecoach, but we definitely have a lot of Instagram DMs, I'm sure. <laughs> um, you guys were like kind of one of the first relationships that we didn't necessarily see play out perfectly on the show, but then came together in the end. And now it seems to be happening more so than ever with the potential Peter and Kelly, the Hannah and Tyler. Are you kind of surprised by this trend that's now starting up? No, I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way either. That's really I, interesting. Actually. What I hope from what I've seen in the past couple of weeks, is that everybody's just being smart and not around other people, uh, staying quarantined, staying safe. Uh, that's all I hope for, because I'm happy for Peter and Kelly, and if they are together and if they're happy. 
that would be a very nice story that I really hope works out. But if they are in crowds of people in Chicago, like some pitchers have alluded to, my advice would be wherever you are, stay home, stay indoors, be safe, because while you may not feel sick, you could transmit the disease to somebody else, and that would not be good. So just be responsible. <laughs> You're condescending down. I'm not condescending down. I'm not. I'm just saying I just don't want to see pictures of people out in public with a lot of other people. That's all. I, I just don't want to see that right now. That's all. Anyway. That's true. That's a very fair point. I think but everyone I, can get behind that. Yeah. But I, I, I'm also tired of like, I don't want people who are like, oh, I can't Peter just go away. It's like, oh, I, Kelly, Kelly likes Peter too, apparently. I hate so it when people are like, just can be they happy? just go away? Can they just go away? It's like, well, you even saying, can they just go away is just feeding the beast even more. Um, you guys, the, the thing about Peter and Kelly <laughs> that's mind boggling to me is he must have been talking to her at the same time he was with, talking to Madison. And it's just like, wow. Well, because yeah. uh, Kelly wasn't at uh, Women Tell All, and Which, then she was at after the final rose. So, yeah. like, that led to speculation. And now they're. The speculation you know, was that, like, hanging out. production didn't love women, um, Kelly, which is why she didn't come to Women Tell All. And the reason that after the final rose was because they wanted to kind of, like, show love toward her and be like, oh, never mind. We're all cool with Kelly, right? But who knows why the heck she was there. Maybe it was to start the rumors because they had heard that they were talking or whatnot. Yeah, there's definitely stuff we don't know. That, like, I just don't know how, like, why Kelly? Like, you, there's so many girls on your season, which I like Kelly. I think she's so freaking awesome. But, like, you had five other girls that you sent further along than Kelly. How did Kelly get back in the picture? Especially since... As an audience, we didn't even, we started to not feel their chemistry at all. Yeah. And it's weird because, I mean, just from what we see on the show, it's like Kelly came off as the quote unquote, like normal one who yeah. wasn't, couldn't get into the process. But then we saw Peter kind of leaning towards the criers, the more emotional ones. So maybe he was slept up in the show and in the real world, he wants someone like Kelly and his mom obviously likes Kelly. Like, who knows? So it's a lot to unpack. We'll figure it out someday. Yeah, I hope there's a book involved or something that gives us all the information. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how they've been talking. I wonder if Peter and Kelly were talking when Madison came back. They, she, oh, when she came back. Like, you know, remember that pool yeah. scene yeah. where he's standing by the pool and he looks back and he looks surprised and everybody was like, he doesn't look, I'm not going to say he looks sad, but he just looks maybe not as excited as we all thought he was going to be when he saw Madison. I, so maybe he was already kind of talking to Kelly and then the show brought Madison back, and he's like, "Oh no!" Like not just like, yeah. Oh. He was like, "Oh, she wasn't like, the one I'm already I was going to go back for." Yeah, I'm already kind of moved on. Um, well, another <laughs> thing that's mind-boggling is that so many fans, even before Kelly was sitting in the audience at After the Final Rose, was speculating that they were already talking because she was the only girl from his season that he was following, and that the family was also following. So it just makes me wonder how long this has been a thing. It's it just like his season won't end. Yeah, Barb commented on her Instagram like the night of the first part of the finale about going shopping soon. Yeah. And then she talked, Kelly talked to one of our reporters in LA and she was like, Barb came running up to me and said she was rooting for me. And Kelly tried to play it down like she didn't think she would even give Peter a second chance. But I mean, who knows like what is going on in those private messages between those two. <laughs> But yeah, stay inside. Crazy. Um, I mean, Hannah and Tyler are at least, you know, kind of staying in a house just with other people. Oh, no. But I mean. The quarantined oh, yeah. crew. crew. As long as, yeah, they're staying, like, they're all quarantined together. Totally stay in the house. Just, I just want people, everybody to be smart. Because I think all of us are just rooting for this thing to be over with. And I think the best way to you know, move forward with everybody being as healthy and safe and getting this over as quickly as possible is to stay inside. That's all. That's all I ask. Just for, you know, and like, who knows, probably, you know, we were talking like maybe it, Peter's a, a commercial airline pilot. He could have easily had a job that made him fly to Chicago and he was there anyway. So it's like, okay, I totally understand. Like you got to go to work. You got to, I, I, I totally get that 100%. You know, if your job is saying that, Hey, I need you here. 
Um, huh. But just maybe just like stay in. <laughs> just don't uh, don't mingle with people you haven't been quarantined with. Mm-hmm. I agree. Negatively, I feel like I'm. I'm I, I don't want to come off like a, a jerk. I because I I like Peter. I think he's a nice guy. I think he made mistakes on The Bachelor, but that doesn't make you an evil person. Um, so I, I don't want this. Sorry. I hope I hope like I don't read an Us Weekly next week. Like Jared shits on Peter and Kelly for not staying inside. It's like oh, shit. Anyway, now I'm just speaking out loud. <laughs> no, it's all good. I mean, I think there's a general consensus that everyone needs to probably be taking this more seriously if they aren't inside. So I don't think that makes you a, a bad person at all. I think that makes you right. Um, but as far as Hannah and Tyler are concerned, compatibility wise, I mean, Ashley, from the girl perspective, like, do you think that there's like, they're just friends or there's something more going on there? No, they're not just friends. There's no way, right? Ridiculous for anyone to think that it's like, no, they are, they're together. They are together right now in quarantine. They are quarantine boyfriend and girlfriend. There is no way they're not hooking up. Yeah, but Jared says... This is his thing. I said they are quarantined boyfriend and girlfriend. As of now, they're not hooking up with anyone else in that house. He says that doesn't doesn't mean you're boyfriend boyfriend. I said they're quarantined boyfriend and girlfriend because in that house, they're loyal to each other. He means in the real world, are they going to call each other boyfriend and girlfriend? Who knows? This quarantine boyfriend girlfriend. Like, what world are you They're hooking up now, Jared. They have to be hooking up. They're probably, who knows? Maybe they are, maybe they're not. But from, uh, you know, the 478 TikTok videos I've seen of them, uh, they're, they're they're probably hooking up, you know? Yeah. So, like, can we just call them boyfriend or girlfriend for right now? No. You I know don't know why Nick, you have an issue with Nick, this. Because you have issue never been just, a guy who hooks up with anyone. Like, I, 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 I haven't been perfect <laughs> in my life. Yeah, but, like, you would never, like, be with a girl that long term and not say that she was your girlfriend. That's not true. Anyway, we don't have to talk about this. <laughs> but uh, I just think, uh, I mean, as long as, again, you know, have fun, create videos, stay inside, keep doing your thing. And Nick put it really well. He said, uh, Nick Viall, he said, I hope uh, Tyler and Hannah had a, have an out-of-relationship baby. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Wait, what? They're saying they're not saying they're in a relationship. So he was joking. He's like, oh. fine. Like, I hope they have an out of relationship baby, not in a mean spirited way, but oh, just, yeah. they're not dating, but oh. they're really dating, and, and they're hooking up. I mean, I'm what sure I'm trying to hand and together. Why you not? know, I don't like hooking up. I think hooking. I don't like that. You know, I don't like it. Sure. Um, let them. Uh, I mean, I hope they end up And together. I highly doubt they're taking this frivolously. I'm sure this is like a good go at it. You know what makes me upset, though, is when people are say, uh, just let them be. Like, don't, you know, don't yeah, put pressure on I them. Yeah, I agree with him here. It's like, wh- it's like, well, then don't put out the Instagram yeah. content if you don't want us talking about your love life. They're the ones doing it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, the separate Instagram and TikTok, they're, they're asking us to follow their journey in this house. It's and- like... Uh, we will not give you privacy because you're not being private. <laughs> and, and to be fair, they're not, Tyler and Hannah aren't the ones who are saying this. Yeah, I'm you're saying right. like it's everybody fair. else yeah. who like, when, when we ever talk about like, is Tyler and Hannah, are they dating? And people are like, just leave them, like, let them be. Why, no. why don't put pressure on them? No, it's they like, want us to talk about it. They're the ones who want us to talk about them. And if they didn't, they wouldn't be posting this videos. Yeah. So like, we're going to talk about it because yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about those two. The chemistry, you can like see it through the TikTok. Like, I don't know why I care so much, but I really do. I know people are going to be like, oh, she's biting her nails. And yes, you're right. I bite my nails and I should not be biting my nails right now. But I do want to let you know that I washed my hands directly before I came to this couch. Whoops. It's it's hard. There's a lot to a lot of rules right now with with quarantine. But, you know, I know you're staying inside. We've established that for sure. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) um i do have to ask you guys your your bff dean is wearing a ring what's going on we we still don't know for sure he's been wearing a ring for like four months now it's her ring has she been wearing a ring lately i don't know because sometimes she was the one that was supposed to get the ring as of late so not sure our speculation because they honestly won't tell us for real which is really funny but completely true is that they had like some commitment ceremony in Europe and it's not a legal marriage, but they're like committed long-term. That checks yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. And I think Dean, uh, 
Because I, I feel like Dean had the reputation of being the F boy and not wanting to be in a committed relationship. And maybe some of that was a little bit true, which Dean has expressed many, many times. But I think Dean now is really putting so much effort into the relationship because he cares about Caitlyn so much. And I think the ring is symbolic of that. Yes. Saying, hey, you know, I know I have a past, but I'm here for you. I want to be with you. And that's why I'm wearing the ring because I want to show you that I only want to be with you. Yeah. I don't even want, I don't want to just say it. I want to show you. Yeah. They're really, really awesome together. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a very sweet sentiment. I mean, um, you obviously spend a lot of time with Dean specifically, and I'm sure you see Kaylin. Are you not in like a shady way, but surprised that they've kind of been able to navigate this after the interesting start they had and the differences they are with the van and the, the whole, they're just yeah. the personalities. I'll say this. Normally, when you leave paradise, like these bachelor of paradise couples, like they start out the strongest when they're leaving paradise and then it sort of like disintegrates. Mm. But with them, we've seen it only strengthen over time. Yeah, I like, agree. They have like, I think that so many people had questions about their compatibility, but they've like really been able to lives together them yeah and i think um dean is uh sometimes his own worst enemy and so and even, he hasn't self-sabotaged yeah he yeah he hasn't self-sabotaged and i think that's a very very good thing obviously and so like he you know he left paradise and he really missed caitlin and then he went back and then they left and i think they were very very uh like in a good place when they left paradise but i think they're in such a better place now which is uh really cool to see obviously because you get to see a, a relationship evolve yeah totally um do you think there would ever be a legal marriage there or is he he's, he said he joked before one time and i think it was actually with us weekly and it got taken out of context and it was big drama of him saying it would never happen um but i think he was kidding um would you guys see that for them or do you think they're gonna be the un a little unconventional well, they're both really young right now. And I did ask Dean the last time we saw him or if like this is something if he would actually think about marrying her. And he definitely said that she has made him reconsider the whole institution of marriage because before her, he like had crossed that off the to-do list. But now he's like, oh, okay, I may be into the idea again, which is pretty, I mean, that means a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think that if... I think they'll definitely get married if, you know, things start going, it, it, things continue. Yeah, I definitely think. I could totally see Dean, you know, four or five years from now, getting married and being like, yeah, I know one day I said I didn't want to get married, but, huh, huh. Aw. Get married now. Isn't it weird? He's only, he's he's 29. Yeah. He's 29. I know. He feels like he's 37. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just because he's been around for so long. I guess, yeah, right? And he started so young that, like, but he was always, like, a friend of ours. So he like kind of was pulled up. He started as a boy and now he's, he started, as, he started as, as Deanie Babies. Babies and now he's Deanie Man. Yeah, Deanie Man. Didn't Deanie he? Deanie Um, And overall, just your, your tight circle in Bachelor Nation, how you guys been keeping on the Zoom? Are you Zooming? Are we FaceTiming? How are we keeping the, keeping the Bachelor Nation group chat alive in this quarantine? We <laughs> FaceTime with Jane Tanner once last week and we FaceTime with Nick twice over the past week. Yeah. Nick's a funny FaceTime. <laughs> He's very good turning out content. He is just posting up a storm. Yeah. He's got nothing better to do. Yeah, but he's doing a good job. <laughs> he's doing a great job because he's just, and he's being very, he's staying inside, he's staying home. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to do this. Like, let's just start creating some content with myself. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then, uh, yeah. Uh, Dean and I recorded the podcast. You recorded the podcast. Yeah, with I recorded ben. the podcast with Ben. I've talked to Ben a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's really because that's our that's our main group. Yeah, yeah. Emojis over there. I'm convinced that Nick is going to end up with someone who was on the show, like Kelly, that doesn't win but is in the universe, just because I feel like he's still so immersed in it with his like recaps and stuff. And I think he, I don't know, I'm just convinced he's going to end up with someone who competes on a Bachelor show at some point. I don't well, know why. I definitely would have thought that Kelly would have been his best choice from this season because she's mm -hmm. most type. Like, she, he needs somebody who challenges him and, like, a girl that likes to fight, honestly. Like, a lawyer. Like, he could really use a lawyer. And someone he's not going to, like, back down and put up with any of his bullshit. <laughs> Dude, why are you nodding your head wrong? Look at this. That is what Nick wants. 
What Nick needs and what would actually be good for him is somebody who just lets him argue himself. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just... But he is so attracted to that, like, that Kelly Andy type. I mean, from the girls that we've seen him date on TV, whether it be Caitlyn, Andy, or Vanessa, like, they're all very... uh, They're very strong in their convictions, and they're going to battle, and... And so, and so is Nick. And so I feel like they just like. Yes. Okay. So that's what he wants. And so I feel like he should go. Yeah. I feel like he should just date someone who's the complete opposite of that. Someone who's maybe a little bit more quaint and, you know, kind of uh, reserved and laid back and, and lets Nick go on his tangents. And uh, I think he could be very happy in that way. I mean, I'd love, I, I, there's a part of me, obviously 99% of me wants I'd say 98% of me wants Nick to find someone, but there's also a 2% of me that says single Nick. Really it's like, it seems very self. I feel like it, 98%. I feel like you want him to find someone. Yeah. I feel like he's almost going to be a little sad when he ends up in a relationship just because he's not going to have as good a content anymore. Cause most of his content is him like single by himself, like making fun of himself. Oh, people love the together content. That's true. Everybody wants relationship advice also, though. So maybe, I guess, being in a relationship could make that even better. Not that he doesn't do a bad job now. Those who can't do teach. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, before I let you guys go, let me know the new podcast episodes, what's going on. Pimp it all out. Yeah. Yeah, So we're still doing podcasts every week. Uh, I've got my I Don't Get It podcast, which is going to be a great escape for you. If you just need some girl talk, laughter to feel like you're hanging out with your friends, you can get that anywhere podcasts are. And then, of course, Almost Famous will continue weekly with all the juicy scoop that the Bachelor Nation just keeps giving us. You know, there's plenty to talk about these days. Analyze will break down every little picture, every little TikTok. So you can listen to Ben and my Almost Famous podcast also anywhere you can find your podcast. You guys have been doing that for so long. Yeah, three <laughs> years in May. Wow. wow. Yeah. Time and Jared? With uh, me, right? Yeah, you can listen to Help I Suck at Dating, an iHeartRadio podcast. I Suck at Dating. With <laughs> Unglert and myself, where we, uh, you know, we really just spew nonsense most of the time, but it's fun to listen to i I think think. it's fun and then uh so we just have a good time we talk about relationships dating from two guys who uh you know figured it out (laughs) figured it out but we still suck at dating (laughs) thank you all for tuning in i want to remind you to listen on spotify and leave a five-star review thank you to ashley and jared and thank you to nick thank you it's always a fun time with sarah thank you nick um make sure you guys tune in next week and stay safe 